everybody, and welcome back to The Theater Project. I'm your host, Boston Antonez. And I'm your co-host, Moana Poyer. Moana, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I have just been watching Teen Wolf all day, uh, and that's about course. it. How about you? Um, I'm good, you know, starting some schoolwork. Uh, for those of you uh, who don't know, um, I'm in the process of moving, so if you see me at different locations in the next couple episodes, that is why. Today, I'm at my grandma's, brought to you by 1984. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Cool, 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 cool. So, yeah. just to get things started, guys, our next guest is an accomplished beauty contestant across Southern California, a singer-songwriter, and a part of the UCLA musical theater class of 2024. Let's welcome Iris Zetlow. Woo! Iris, where are you? Hi, I'm here. Oh, there she is. Hi. Hello. How are you doing Hi. today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing yeah, fabulous. Thank you. Yeah, so thank you for joining us. Um, so just to get started off, um, uh, you've been involved with a lot of Bohemian Arts' projects, uh, Quarantine Cabaret, a lot of the Zoom readings, 24-hour plays. So maybe one of our curious, what was it like to be a part of uh, uh, those BA projects and kind of, you know, starting off uh, with BA from the kind of the beginning? Oh, I had so much fun. I think the first thing I did, at least quarantine-wise, was I was one of the live performers for the cabaret, and that was so much fun. I can't believe they let me just go live and just let me do whatever I wanted, even though I just yeah. was going to sing. But it was so much fun, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity and this the support of uh, the community that they've created. Because we already mm -hmm. have a pretty close, tight-knit community in the Valley, especially with theater, and the fact that they could um, just rile that all together for this new and upcoming organization that's making art so accessible to so many people and that's so exciting to me and then the 24-hour plays were a hoot i met new people i'm pretty sure sean was the only one in my group that i knew initially so i'm working mm -hmm. with i worked with tommy and then i worked with um miss sydney um so we were it was like new actors and it was really exciting so i had a really great time Speaking so eloquently. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I kind of wanted to talk to you about your experience in pageants because you are like one of the only people that I know who have been involved in pageantry. So how did you kind of like get your start in pageantry? I actually was not too young. I started in middle school. So that's actually pretty old for pageantry. A lot of girls start when they're very young. Yes, that was not my reality though. So I actually did a lot of natural pageants. So the whole and the encouragement was for young girls to start, um, to start girls young and being able to present themselves, being able to speak, being able to be their own woman. You know, it was a very woman empowerment thing for me from a very young age. So I think a lot of people see pageantry in a bad light do that show and they see it as like um, maybe over-sexualizing young girls, things like that, that has been a huge debate in the pageant community. When I competed, I couldn't wear makeup until I was like 14 or 15 in pageantry. Oh, wow. So I couldn't even wear, yeah, I couldn't, I wasn't even allowed to wear makeup. So this idea of being a natural beauty and being more than just your face or your body. So that was the initial um, start to pageantry I had. It taught me how to speak. It taught me how to communicate for myself and just hold myself, you know, and be able to go into life because um, you're all you got. 
you're your own um, salesperson. So I feel like that's what pageantry really taught me. Very true. I, I wouldn't have expected that to be honest because like you said like there's like a certain aspect that like the audience sees and they just see everyone walking on stage ball gowns like all this stuff but I would never have like thought that so like to kind of add on to that would you would you recommend doing pageants to other people growing up and like yeah yeah I think because I started a little later it was a little bit healthier I think because once I was in middle school, I was still figuring myself out. So I wasn't as like impressionable. And I feel like if I had that much pressure on me as a young, young child, it probably wouldn't have been the best because it is a lot of pressure to be on stage by yourself, going into interviews by yourself. Um, I feel like I was way too shy to do that when I was younger, but I definitely suggest it for any young woman who's looking to go into um, any field, especially public speaking wise. Um, but I definitely would recommend it and it's a great way to get out of your shell and be able to present yourself to the world so i would definitely right. recommend it to anyone if they were wondering yeah and i i will say like from just watching on stage over the past years and i've known iris since i think we were like what 10 10 or 11 uh, a long I so much 10 years yeah a long time so and just from watching iris on the stage i think a lot of what she's learned in pad and i'm just speaking for you um <laughs> a lot of what i've seen you do um it i think it really reflects what you've done in pageants just because it really does bring a level of confidence that other people don't uh, a lot of people don't usually have sometimes um i will always say one of my favorite roles iris has done um was uh rosie and bye bye birdie that was beautiful it was so fit for her and i just <laughs> speaking on pageants, I feel like it's just, it just gives you a sort of a readiness and preparedness, especially for the stage or the stage, as I like to say. Um, I think it really prepares you uh, for that aspect of it and just fully believing in yourself. And I, and I like that you said that the pageants that you did were natural because I think that really just goes back to what like powerful women are all about. And that is who they are at their, at their core and that, you know, and I think that just reflects a lot on the stage. So kudos to you. We love the pageant. Thank you, Boston. Now. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> like not even just on the stage though, like even how you're presenting yourself right now, like this is I know. Really how you are. She said, I did public speaking people. She's like, <laughs> interview ready. She's like, yes, and you're always, always. I feel like, like even just if we were walking on the street and we asked you a question, like you would, you would know what you were going to say. You would say it so eloquently, be so prepared. Right. I love that. And so, okay, another thing I kind of wanted to talk to you about was you're, you're, you're a singer, obviously, uh, but you also write your own songs. So I kind of wanted to talk to you about that and what inspired you into getting into songwriting. I, I started playing guitar and that's probably what like set me because I always did theater and you're given songs most of the time. You're just, mm -hmm. here's a character, here's a song, and then you sing. Um, I never really established myself as some sort of artist or um, had my own sound. So I really, I don't post my songs. I, maybe I'll get there. I hope so. Um, but I do play guitar and that kind of just projected me into figuring out. I was very inspired by Shawn Mendes, um, even though yeah. he's a dude, but I love, we love Shawn. I hope you guys like Shawn. Um, no, but the idea of just, we just sitting and playing the acoustic and writing what's in your heart. I feel like that was just a way for me to express myself so that's why I started so what, what is your songwriting process like when you're when you're ready to create a song like what are the thoughts that go through your head when you go to make a song 
So if I like sit down to like do a song, most of the time I start with either a chord progression or some sort of like little ditty on the guitar just to give me kind of a, a basis of what I want writing to. Sometimes I get like lyrics or melodies in the car and I'll start like a voice memo and then I'll just start singing random lyrics like low-key like freestyle rapping but <laughs> um so then I might take that and then add a chord progression to it and then go home and write so yeah usually I start with that kind of process and then I build off of that right fun fun because I've always wanted to like I feel like people there are some people who have a very natural affinity for for writing music and I've heard some of your stuff and I actually I really like it I mean I just like your voice in general but because I remember when we first met you I think you had a ton like I think you had a some song was on your Instagram or your YouTube like some original songs so that's how I knew you originally wrote songs and I was like dang she's got she's got some skill but do you have any favorite songs that you've written like Yes. So I recently wrote my favorite song I've ever written in my life because I actually am not embarrassed to like show you about it. And mm. it's called Sunburn in September. It's it's a cute little ditty that I wrote about having a terrible September. Not this year, because I guess everyone had a terrible September this year, but um, <laughs> I hope you didn't. Um, but it was this like, I was talking about a time where um, I was like kind of bitter in September and in California we have hot Septembers and I was like I just need to go somewhere where like there's seasons I don't even know but I definitely hope to show you guys soon uh, coming to iTunes near you <laughs> hopefully hopefully, hopefully. Um, so to kind of shift into uh, the theater aspect of things um, I know that you were you're going to school for musical theater at UCLA what is slay that rhymed. Uh, I'm gonna start. You see that? I'm gonna start. I'm I'm a rapper now. You see what it's like. I'm a rapper now. Um, but I know, yes. right? iTunes. Uh, I know you uh, partook in Unifieds. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Unifieds is a college audition uh, process experience uh, where you go to. I think it's either Chicago or New York, and you audition for a bunch of schools uh, at the same time. So, what was your uh, Unified um, process like? insane so I know it's different this year and I pray that some other years if you're looking at this maybe down the line or you're a class of 24 class 23 you get to experience it but I did Chicago and LA so there is Chicago New York and LA but okay. most the bulk of my auditions were in Chicago which is the longest unified it's a whole week um I just started looking up schools that were even there just to audition because you don't it's a very slim margin of schools you actually get into being a girl and there's so many girls and you're like, am I special? And so the whole process is insane. You're in this big hotel going all over the place, showing them everything you've worked for and dreamed for your entire life, which is a lot of pressure and trying to find somewhere to spend the next four years, most of the time, not even seeing the campus. So I feel like that is a downside of Unifieds. But fiscally, it makes so much more sense to just go to one place. Mm -hmm. I don't, I didn't have this like giant budget, which most people do not. So my family was like, you got, you're going to Chicago. You have all these auditions. You're not going on campus. I don't, I think I only went on campus for UCLA because we simply cannot afford to trek me all over the country to audition right. for schools. 
which some people yeah. do and you know what go off but we, that was not a possibility so unifieds was a great experience and being around the same people that wanted to do what I wanted to do was really amazing so I suggest it to anyone who wants to do theater that it's very accessible they're making it way more accessible to audition for these programs especially right. now that it's online but especially with unifieds right because I have um a couple of friends who went to Unified as well, um, you know, in Chicago, in New York. I do really think it's a great experience because although you're not on the campus, essentially, you do get to like, once you're in the room, I feel like with a certain school, you definitely pick up on the energy of what that board is and how they treat their students and their program and so on and so forth. And I do think it really actually does give you experience into terms of how like real Broadway auditions work because you are in a dance room, a dance call with how many other people and you are have to kick face. And I think that's where the, it can be fun sometimes, the fun competition part of theater where you're in a, you know, you're in a big dance call and you got to kick face and you got to show that you, that you are the one maybe, you know, potentially for them. Uh, mm -hmm. So with that being said, you said you auditioned for UCLA on campus. What was your UCLA and now that you're going there? What was that experience like for you? Uh, I think it was very, very interesting because I was fortunate enough to go to UCLA summer sessions the year prior. So 2019 summer, I spent at UCLA for a month. So I met a lot of the faculty. I met a lot of uh, the teachers. And so I went, I actually was late. Um, <laughs> I had to drive myself. So I was all by myself. I drove oh, up geez. to LA, like, yeah, all by myself. Oh my God. To not be an independent woman, I guess. <laughs> my own, I, I find parking. I don't know if I have to pay. I get into this meeting who, and then I'm late. So I'm just sitting in this meeting. It was an info session. Luckily, I went to the same info session last summer. So there's nothing new. Um, just talking about the program and stuff. And then it was a very structured audition. We got to meet some of the students, which I think was really nice because they were going to school at the time. So we got to talk to some freshmen. So I definitely think on campus is like in an ideal perfect world where you could do every audition on campus. It definitely was nice because we were in the facilities. We were meeting the teachers. I did like UCLA had an interview and that was it. That was it. A lot of schools, I'm just like, I can sing for you, but I let me talk to you for like five minutes and I can, I can sell myself. Like I, I can, I can convince you that I'm good enough for you. I promise um, that I will, that'll work hard. So I think the fact that UCLA had an interview and that they weren't just like sing, dance, act, yeah, go, right. and then bye. They were like, they looked at your essay questions and the interviewer asked you about you as a person because they cared. So that was a huge factor for me. And that experience in general was better because of that. Right. And I will say too, I, my school did an interview portion as well. And it's interesting because like you said, you do all these schools and it is in a sense like a Broadway call where you're just there to do the work, but you know, it, and for a school to take the time to try to get to know you and to kind of pick your brain about what your journey in theater has been like and so on and so forth. I really think it says a lot about that school. So me and Iris hopefully will be going to school 30 minutes away from each other in Los Angeles and Moana yes. will be visiting all of us in LA and we'll be, um, just hanging out, going to brunch in Los Angeles. As, <laughs> hey, I'm right off on, on Melrose. <laughs> oh, Melrose, slide, of course. Tacos. Okay, so thank you for answering those questions, Iris. You uh, did wonderfully, and it was awesome. Uh, but we would like to move to the next segment of our show, and we are going to play a game called Song Association. 
So I have a random word generator over here on my phone and the random word generator will provide a word and the three of us will sing a song containing the word and the first person to make a mistake will get a strike. End the round and the word will change. So. <laughs> so what order are we going in? We'll, we'll do Iris, Moana, then me, ladies first. I'm in, okay. Play, all right, Iris, Moana, then me. Me, and then you, okay. So our first word is close. Never gonna get too close to you. Okay, wanna go. Wanna go. The big movie closer to the sexy of your rover. Does that count? Does do variations of the word count? Does that count? Sure. I'm in a dream school theater. Close every door to me. Because I love from me. Children of Israel are never alone. Joseph and the amazing technical dream coat. Thank you. All right. Oh, Joseph. My sister's Zoom bombing us, but it's fine. Hello, oh, hi, Jasmine. Sorry, guys. I thought I locked my door. Jasmine. Oh, you're good. Hi, bye. We're playing a game. Hi, Jasmine. This is my, the love hi, of my life. Okay, Jasmine. Bye. 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 Okay, we can continue. She's just going to be there. <laughs> okay. So I don't guess. think any of us lost points on that one. If anyone should, it would have been me. But the next word is baby. Baby, baby, baby. Oh, like baby, baby, baby. No. Baby, why don't you just meet me in the middle? We saw her in concert. Just a little. I really can't stay, baby, it's cold outside. I don't know the words, baby, it's cold outside. Okay, cool beans. Cool All right, beans. next word. Dang, we're doing too good. Maybe we'll start just going in a circle until someone messes up. Like, we'll just keep going. Okay. Oh no, this better be With a good the same word. word. One of us will crack. Oh. Okay, no, okay. the word is heart. Your heart is all I'm asking for. <laughs> she said. Okay, uh, don't go breaking my heart. I won't go breaking your heart. Don't go breaking my, don't go breaking my, breaking my heart. Um, who do you think you are running around leaving scars, collecting your jar of hearts and tearing love apart? You're gonna catch cold coronavirus with ice inside your soul. And then go back for me. Who do you think you are? Iris. No, I lost. Oh, I can't think of anything. Strike. I can't. I'm a loser. I guess I'm Iris, okay, so Iris, welcome to strike one. Strike one. <laughs> okay, one the next word is no. The name is no. My sign is no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Need to let it go. Need to let it go. On to the, on to the, no, no, no. No, no one is alone. <laughs> Believe me, no one is alone. Musical theater. Uh, I'm in a musical theater too. Uh, there's no way you must agree that baby and all the times I've been by your side. I never lost control no matter how many times I knew you lied. Six musical. She had her hand up, like she was like, if I put my hand up ready to sing, it'll come. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna go for it? No? Are you gonna go for it? Ah, uh, okay. 
I try. All right. You know, you're our guest is so out. We'll you we'll, we'll give, give you, you she's yeah on, she's on two so we'll give you an extra one though because okay you're a guest like that. okay so the okay. next you, word Sarah. the next word is something something about the sunshine baby seeing you in a whole new life yeah there's something sweet and almost kind but he was mean and he was coarse and unrefined Yep. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything. I said, I can't. Boston gets a strike. Boston gets a strike. Okay, the next word. This one, I feel like this one's kind of easy. The word is friend. Okay. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. Thank you. Okay, uh, oh, the rose. I can go on, but if, if I got friends on the other side, <laughs> he's got friends Their on time. the other side. Um, you ain't me. never seen a friend like me. All right, Iris. No. <laughs> I'm literally gonna lose. 13. I'm cheating. <laughs> You're cheating. She's out. I'm gonna call out. You're a guest, but I'm gonna call out. I'm gonna call out. That's we love you, but and I'm I'm gonna call it. I'm a fair player. Moana, do you wanna go? Me and you? Iris okay. will. Let's see. Let's right. see. I'm sorry, Iris. I, I did try it's to help. okay. I have one. I guess my song library is like. I think of one. That's it. That's all I can do. <laughs> I guess that's all right. Okay. All right, Moana. I'll go first when you say the say the word. Okay. The word is now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of it. Now. To be honest, that's my favorite song. But okay, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to call it on you. But I'm All glad right. I'm glad you missed it because I didn't have one in mind either. So oh geez. So do I get two strikes? Am I out now? No, there's three. No, there's three. Oh, now. okay. Okay. Baseball. Don't you sport? All right. Okay. All right. The next word you... is dancing. Dancing through life, swaying and sweeping, always keeping cool. Life is brainless when you're faintless. I don't know. Okay, go. Uh, ooh, baby, baby, I'm dancing with a stranger. I'm dancing, I'm dancing. I got one. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. Yeah, I want to dance with somebody, with somebody to love me. Take it away. Dance, dance, monkey dance, dance, monkey dance. Is that a song? What is that? <laughs> Did you just make that song up? <laughs> you fully just made that song up. I'm calling a strike. You're getting a strike. You're getting a strike. Okay, okay. Okay, let's do... Okay, I have one strike and you have two? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the next word is never. 
Never enough, never, never, never enough, never, never. Uh, never say never, 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 never. Pick it up, 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 pick it up. I do the whole rap right now. I can. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> but I can. Um, I don't know. Uh, All right, Moana, you're the winner. God, Let's give a round of applause for Moana. This is so we can do a virtual one too. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> That was a really fun game. I'm glad we got to play that. Me and Moana have been wanting to play that uh, with a guest. And I'm glad it was with Iris because- I did my best. But hey, you're the winner. You're the winner in America's hearts, okay? In America's hearts. (laughs) All right. So next up from Iris, uh, we have a lovely performance. Here she is singing Before It's Over from Dogfight. That was beautiful, Iris. Thank you so, so much for joining us here today for some convo and for some games, which you killed. <laughs> thank you. I'm really trying. Thank you, guys. We love you. So thank you so much. Boss and I are super grateful for you coming on today. Um, thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Iris. So much for we'll having see you soon. Me. Of course. Bye. Right. Bye. Alrighty, so just me and you again, Mo. Just me and you. How it happens. All right. So for the next part of our show, Moana and I will be taking you guys behind the curtain and answering some of your questions. So let's go answer those questions. Let's go. Let's go and answer those. Yeah, we're gonna go and answer those real quick. Oh, are we gonna answer those questions? I I think we're ready to answer. Some oh my questions. god, we're gonna answer those questions. Hi, Moana Foyer. Hello, Boston Antoinette. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm fantastic. So good. Uh, fabulous. So obviously we're in person. Hello. We can, we're live. We can touch each other. Um, so without further ado, let's just get started. We're so excited to be together. Uh, we haven't seen each other in like four months. Three months? I think about there. Three, four months. Yeah, that's a long, that's like five dog years for me. <laughs> um, so I think we're just gonna get started with behind the curtain and start with some questions. So this first question is from, um, is from Abaya Barnett. And uh, it's for the both of us, but I'll start with you, Moana. Uh, what is your favorite role that you had on the Temecula stage? And name one you'd like to reprise. I'm gonna have to go with my first show. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I think I'm gonna go with Shrek that we did with City of Temecula, Youth Musical Theater. Um, I think that was probably just my favorite because that was my first. The soon sun. Growing up so quickly. <laughs> That was probably my favorite, just because it was my first one and my first time experiencing musical theater. And, but I don't necessarily know if that was that would be the one that I want to reprise. So, like, what would be the one that you want to reprise? Probably one of the dynamites from Hairspray. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun during that show. So that was probably like one of my favorite characters that have been in a show, but mm-hmm. just favorite roles of all time would probably be mm-hmm. the first one. How about you? Favorite role and. Oh, you'd like to reprise? I would say favorite role in Temecula, probably, because, you know, I travel. (laughs) (laughs) Just has gone to one state. Um, In Temecula, I'd probably say, I actually said this one a lot, and not because it was, I wouldn't be good at it now. It would, okay, let me, I have two different answers for this, sorry. My favorite role on the Temecula stage probably was Horton Susical, even though that's like, we're like, eight-year-olds but it was still fun <laughs> I think I was going to high school so I was still in middle school 
but I love that role. I love the song. That was like my first role that I got. I got to sing in other roles, but that was like when I had like my own song and like all that kind of other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'd say one that I like to reprise, even though I would be horrible at it now, was Gaston. Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I would not be good at it now. <laughs> like, I think at the time it was the right choice, right cast. Like, it was like, kind of like, okay, let's. And I think it worked though, because he's so funny where it's like, it doesn't matter. Cause like, you forget that like, he, obviously he's going after Belle, but it's like, I don't know. I think the comedy works and I think he can be a little flamboyant, but I'm like, hey Belle. <laughs> but like, it worked at the time and it was fun. I would, I would like to reprise it more because I'd like to see how I would do it different now. True. knowing that like I'm like this and having to like portray it differently so I do think that would be that'd be a lot of fun a lot of fun a lot of fun to do all right for our next question we have from Devin Dean who designed the artwork for the show thank you Devin what a slay um so for you Moana in what ways has theater positively or negatively affected your life off the stage that's a good question <laughs> um I would say positively probably the fact that it just got me to come out of my shell and Mm -hmm. even be able to like perform on stage because Jennifer Stewart will tell you that when I was in her, when I first moved to California and I was in her middle school class that I did not even want to stand up in front of that class and say my name. Like I really didn't. When I was walking to your room and you're like, (laughs) I said, I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) I'm like, Hey guys, it's all about me. It's my room now. Yeah. So I would say probably breaking me out of my shell and I think it gave me something to be passionate about because I've always had stuff I was passionate about growing up, but they seem to change a lot, but I feel like this is the one consistent thing that I'm like, I could see myself doing this for a while. And it's brought me like right. most of my friends, brought me confidence. So those are probably the most positive things off stage. And then negatively, hmm. It's a kind of weird thing because it's like, the things that negatively I think affect you aren't things that you like, are the day-to-day type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it, not to like steal your question, but I do think it's one of those things where it's like, negatively I think it's a hard it's a good question but I think it's the hard part of it because it's like because we don't want to see the negatives in the thing but of course yeah but of course there is and I do Mm -hmm. I do think it really comes down to especially when you're in high school or school it's like I didn't go to school the next day and my for me personally my mom was like you can go to school the next day it was like you're not that person Mm -hmm. so like I don't know I would I would probably say something in that general area the the like the fact that I have based a lot of my life around theater and being able to do theater. So especially in high school when I had so much going on. You were like, busy. Yeah, school. like I had a lot, like I was doing, I had a job, I was playing volleyball, which took up a lot of time too. And every time I did, or I would do multiple shows at once, which is difficult too. So it was always back to back to back things. Mm-hmm. But I think it was always the fact that I felt like I had to do theater and like that strong, like, desire to have it also kind of but also I had to do the other stuff in my life too yeah so it kind of brings everything kind of down and you're like mm-hmm. oh, like another day in the trenches and I do think your body just gets so tired and I, mm-hmm. I was talking to my um my voice my voice teacher yesterday and she and I, I think we forget it sometimes that our body really is like an instrument and what we do really is a sport because even down to warm-ups like we're warming up doing the stupidest noises ever and it's just like that's just what it is mm-hmm. like that's how to get your instrument warm or for any other thing how you warm up in soccer or volleyball or what have you you know mm-hmm. I think people forget your body gets so tired especially when you're doing like how many shows did you do like four at yeah. the same time yeah I think either 
Yeah, four or five. No, I think I did four, and then the next one started like right. as soon as the last. Yeah, because I did three, and that was hard, but I can imagine. Yeah, it was a lot, and I I remember that I I don't remember when I had my breakdown, but I had a breakdown yeah. in Morrison's, and he was just like, because I everybody knows I get sick before every single show, like every single show, and he was the one who told me he was like, I don't think you're getting sick. I think that your body is just taking all this stress from doing everything mm -hmm. and being like so like wanting to kill theater that like it takes a toll on your body but you don't want to see how much it's actually hurting because you, you like so doing my body it once you're just, there yeah yeah body so my body like... just kind of like you need to stop so right. those are probably the negative ones mm. yeah okay <laughs> be like that so the next question is from gabby Ferreras. <laughs> our friend Gabby Ferreras. Sorry, Ferrari. Hi. Um, we, we're good friends with her, so we should yeah, know how to pronounce yeah, her last but name. I don't, but and I don't okay. even have to spell it. But this next question is for Boston. And she asked, when was the first moment you realized theater was more than just a fun extracurricular? I don't know. I started theater at a young age. I started in fourth grade. So like at that time, obviously, that's what it was. Because um, you are just doing it to stay busy. Mm -hmm. um, at that age. Um, I probably say my freshman year, um, I did my first trade play, um, the musical comedy murders in 1940, which I, no one does that show, but it was a great show. It was funny. Yeah. And so it was my first trade play. And I think you and I we talked with Emily about this in our first episode where it's like the differences between the two is mentally kind of tolling because you are having to shift so many gears in terms of how your brain works. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was the moment I realized it was more than just what I did for fun because it made my brain work more. Like I had to put more energy into it than I thought. Like I, I wish I, I had that script with me still, I kept it. Cause my notes in that script, I don't usually take, like I take notes for like me personally, like blocking and all the other stuff. I don't take notes on that script yeah, is marked up beyond words. Like so much on the side, like and that script was tiny, tiny little book. <laughs> yeah. And highlighted like, and I think that was the first time I realized it was more than just an extracurricular because I did have to think so much more about it. Mm -hmm. And I remember being in class and like going over my script and looking at all that stuff. And then I think, I know I always wanted to do theater in college, but I think that was the moment because um, we didn't really know the seniors. That I didn't, well, you were a sophomore. Yeah. I'm older than Moana, but she's a great older than me. Um, but um, also it's almost your birthday. It is so almost she'll birthday. be She'll be 19 when this comes out, so. Happy birthday, insert happy birthday <laughs> banner. Um, and so, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, oh yeah, the seniors, sorry. Yes, the and seniors. Um, I think it was like Stephanie Hester, and I think Al and a couple other people, they were going to theater and it's like hearing some of, some of their stories. And I think it was like, oh, like theater is like a thing that people do. So I think, I think my freshman year and that show specifically was the moment I think. It was more than just an extracurricular. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the next question's for you. Yes. What I do, what I do, I said, ha. For you. Um, and this is from our friend Lucas, Lucas Haynes. Uh, did he have two last names? I, well, yes, Haynes. Yeah, I've known him forever, but he has two last names, so cut the slack. Um, what is a gender bet role you would like to perform? I have two. I have two. Okay. And these, I think these have been a solid two for a while like I was like I need to do them one of them is Sebastian from the <laughs> Sebastian <laughs> from the Little Mermaid because I cannot listen to Titus Burgess sing Under the Sea 
or any of those crazy songs and do all that. Cause have you heard them? Yeah. Like his high belt riffs. I was like, yeah. I've only had like an ounce of that talent. Like I, I would love to do that role. Cause I think that would be like a cool one to do. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Simba in the Lion King. So the little Simba. Even though you're like an adult, like doing little Simba, isn't little Simba supposed to be like child? <laughs> yes. Okay. Hey, there's there's like forty year olds playing twelve year olds in TV. I'm mean, using a well, nineteen. And Broadway. Yeah, and you're saying a nineteen year old can't play. Mean girls were looking at you. <laughs> you said I'm twenty eight, and I'm like, you're supposed to be sixteen. Like, okay. So yeah, I would say Sebastian and Young Nala. No, do you change it up one second? <laughs> yeah, young Simba, young Simba. Simba and Sebastian. Yes. This next question, I want to go rub it in. Okay, and this next question is for Boston from Haley Thomas of North Carolina. Yeah, she's my friend from high school. Um, she's my best friend my junior and senior year, and we got to do theater together, and we love you, and we might. okay okay so this question is what show taught you the most about yourself okay i don't want to be one of those people that like says the same show like for everything like you know what i mean because i talked about this in the first episode but i'm going to talk about <laughs> do you know what it is of course of course because it was just, it was my senior year and i, I don't know i always talk about the show but it really did mean a lot to me um and Haley, it was in the show with me. Queen. She, yeah. And Moana Sahas, I think we're talking she about that. Um, what did I do? You were next to her. <laughs> <laughs> didn't kill it. Clearly <laughs> did not kill it. Um, I would say that show taught, taught me a lot about myself because, um, ironically enough, all the roles, just like the cast too, somehow, some way, we all sort of related to them. And I... I hope whoever did that show maybe is watching this. But I think there was the aspect of it where we related to our characters a little bit, and I definitely did. My character, my character definitely um, used humor as a way to like cope and like use it, you know, as their their <laughs> way of just kind of shutting everything down. Mm-hmm. It was a funny guy, and I think that's definitely I can make that way in life sometimes. Um, and that show was just really grueling, like mentally and physically. Like we were busy every single Saturday for like four months. And I think it just taught me more about how much work goes into it. Like musical comedy I was talking about earlier, like is a little different. I That was more of like a shift from theater got real. But this show I think taught me more about like how, like how we talked about, you know, your body responding. I think that definitely taught me more about how your body reacts to things and just how you respond and how your brain you know goes through those those trials and tribulations that's a song i don't even know that song but um yeah that show definitely taught me about myself a lot because it was a lot of dancing and it was more actory if you want to say than i think we all kind of thought because there was dancing you know you saw it but like i think there's just more to it than you than people realize and so, and that closing that show was really sad because we were supposed to go to International Thespian Festival in Indiana to compete with like 12 other shows, but then COVID happened, um, insert COVID. Um, <laughs> and so we, were, we weren't able to go, but I don't know, that show just taught me a lot about myself and it taught me about the, the process of things is 
don't underestimate the process of things. I mm-hmm. think is the one major thing I took away from from that show is you just gotta go for it and give it can give it your all. Okay, so now we're gonna end things with your. Uh, we're gonna end things with uh, a lighter question, and it's gonna be what is your go-to audition song? And this is from my good friend, also in North Carolina, Abigail Ham. Let's start with you. What's your go-to audition song? Um, I think everyone knows the answer to this. My go-to audition song is Monster from Frozen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people haven't heard me sing it. I've probably, never heard you sing it. Yeah, probably nobody knows about it, but it's super underground show. Yeah, it's a very underground show. It's mm-hmm. about an ice princess who basically kills everybody. Mm-hmm. But the song Monster is like her like. She's like, am I actually a monster or am I just trying to help everybody? Right. But yeah, I use I use like the very end of that song. And at the beginning of 2019, I auditioned for like a butt ton of shows all in like the same month, week after week. And I think I use that song for all of them because my brain but just- once it's there, you have yeah. it. Like, I get that. Like, I know a lot of my friends audition for college. It's like, you have that song. Like, you might as well just use it. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of go through runs, I think, with those songs because then you get over them and then they're like yeah you go back in your book and you're like oh yeah I'm gonna do it again yeah I'm I'm probably over that song more so now because I've definitely like learned more songs but <laughs> like that's the only song I know <laughs> but, but yeah but I really like that song because <laughs> like I got to use like my head voice and then it was also kind of like belty and you can see I felt like it just had everything it that I works. wanted to showcase and yeah. so yeah what about you what is your go-to audition song I would say right now and I kind of like go through the pages in my book I used it I actually learned the song um my first year at my new high school I'm gonna say two answers um is good thing going from Marilee we were along because I use that for my college audition as well and the same thing it's like it's weird because I don't belt in that song mm-hmm. it's just like I kind of I'm more of a belter but I like that song because I get to I don't know. There's more acting. acting. Yeah, there's more acting uh, bits in it. And then I would say my other one, I haven't used it for an audition yet, so I'm cheating. But I want to use a cut from it, Moving Too Fast, from the last five years, because I love that show. But like, I just want to use a cut of it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys again for joining us today. And a big thank you to Iris Zetlow for coming on and being our second guest on the Theater Project. Don't forget to follow Bohemian Arts on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And please visit bohemianarts.org to find out how to donate and to become a bohemian. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. Another thing to Iris and uh, we're so glad to be together. Yes. And hopefully in episodes to come, we can maybe be together. Hopefully. All right. Okay. Thanks guys. Thank you. Bye, Bye guys. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff.